Hi, friends. I'm Olivia. I'm Rod. And you're listening to Just One More Thing from Sunrise Church. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Just One More Thing from Sunrise Church. In today's episode, we are covering the October 8th sermon titled Feeding Doubt. And we are still in our series on assurance. And so let's talk about the title real quick, because I'm guessing that we don't want to feed doubt. That's correct. We want doubt to be on a very strict diet. And oftentimes, willingly or not, we end up feeding doubt and encouraging doubt in our lives. So that's why I got the title, Feeding Doubt, because we just we do it all the time. And I'm going to start off because in the sound booth, I have... I guess, special knowledge, I see what you have in your presentation. And there was one thing that we didn't get to in the sermon, but you had a slide and it says, just because someone plays Beethoven badly doesn't mean Beethoven was a bad composer. Just because someone lives the Christian life poorly doesn't mean that Jesus isn't worth following. God doesn't ask you to be like Christians. He asks you to be like Jesus Christ. That's a big difference. And that quote is from Bob Russell. So can you explain how that was going to work into your message? That was my second point when I was talking about things we do. We compare ourselves with other Christians. And when we do that, we either come out really well because we can find Christians that really stink at what it means to be a Christian. They falter, they fail, and they say, well, well, at least I'm not them. And that's the wrong uh, mode. That's the wrong measuring rod. We're to be like Christ. And we can never fully measure up to that. So it really drives us back to grace instead of performance. And really what I was going after there was that we tend to compare our experiences with the experiences of others. And if they they had a struggle and they came to Christ and uh, they ended up accepting his gift of salvation, and then all of a sudden they, they no longer had that struggle— and they will tend to speak with spiritual airs, as it were. They'll, they'll have this, this air about them. And um, we compare ourselves to them, and we look to them, and then we start doubting, well, wow, if that happened to them and it didn't happen to me, therefore I must not be a Christian. And so I think that's one way we can feed doubt is by letting other people be the standard instead of Jesus being the standard. And you had two other examples or two other reasons why we might doubt our salvation. So the other was your family of origin. And that was related to the video clip. You know, you grew up in a family that did things a certain way, and they, uh, some of those, uh, the way they did things, they might lead you to wrongly assume that their love for you was based on your performance, that their acceptance of you was based on how well you performed, how good you were. And so we end up, a lot of times, we carry that in to our relationship with God. And and I told my story in this this sermon, and I never, ever had a doubt of my salvation because I knew that regardless of my performance, my father loved me, and he loved me unconditionally. And it wasn't based on my performance. It was based on his character— And he had proven himself over and over again to be faithful in his love for me. So when someone shared with me the good news that Jesus had died on the cross for me and he offered me eternal life, I just didn't 
think that he could go back on that or that he would go back on that regardless of my performance. Um, and so some of us struggle with this whole concept of feeling, and this message was about feeling, feeling like we've done enough, feeling like we're in God's family, being assured of that, because we might come from a family who played by a different set of rules than what God plays by. So the last one was introspection, and that's more looking at yourself to see if you, is it that you feel like you're secure in your salvation or you feel like you're doing enough? What, what was the, explain the introspection part. Yeah, and if there's just one more thing that, that I wish I would have added to this message is, uh, I think the perfect example of introspection is your mother. Uh, your mother is the best human being I know running away. I mean, you're talking about Gail Cheney. Yes, for those listening. <laughs> that's right. I mean, she is the best human being, not only because she puts up with me, but she she puts up with a lot of other things. But uh, the first few years of our marriage, your mother is very introspective. She she very much wrestles with, you know, not being good enough and. You know, all I can say is I've never, I've never been under the assumption that I could make it to heaven by anything other than God's grace. If you could be good enough to get there, your mother would qualify. But of course, no one can be good enough. And so her focus was how well she was doing, how well she was living out the Christian life. Now, that in and of itself was defined by others. Well, good Christians do this or don't do that. You know, preachers would say, "Hey, if if you don't feel comfortable, you're you're probably going to hell." If uh, look at your life, look at your life, and Jesus doesn't tell us to do that. He says, "Look at this gift; it has been paid in full." So my point there was that there are people, and I don't know if I said this or not, but your mother doubted her salvation for like the first three years of our marriage. And there are people that look at their lives and that, that always feel like they'll, they'll never be good enough. And while that's true, that's not the basis of their acceptance into God's family. It's not based on their performance again, how good they are, how good they, they, they might not be. It's based on what Christ has done and what Christ provides. Absolutely. And if you if you're struggling with this issue of assurance of salvation, you know, you can feel free to email us at ask at isunrise.org. That's A S K at isunrise, the letter I, sunrise.org. And we're going to point you right back to scripture because um, that's where your security and that's where your assurance should come from in the performance of Christ and not in your own performance. I thought my video clip was was great, even though it was, you know, about six, seven years old. A father walks to the mound during the Little League World Championship, and he comes out there. He's the coach, but the pitcher is also his son. And the first thing he says to you, I just came out here to tell you I love you. And, and that's what that kid needed to hear. And, and I'm just thinking that 90-plus percent of other fathers who might be in that position would not have said that. They would have talked about and targeted his performance. And Jesus just comes to us, and in our failures and in our victories, he says he loves us. He says, this is what I've given you. I've given you this gift of salvation. And you should never doubt his irrational love for you. You, you should never have to doubt that because it's, it's based on his character, not yours. And praise God for that. Amen. 
Well, thanks for breaking that down and explaining that. And thank you all for listening to another episode of Just One More Thing from Sunrise Church. <laughs>